Hey, All Y'all Podcast listeners. I'm Chris J. And I'm Sarah Ebear, and you are listening to the All Y'all Podcast. We've got a great new episode for you featuring E-Man Bader, one of the, I would say, uh, popular breakout hits of the Ladies' Night live event that we did in uh, earlier in 2015. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts about E-Man's story is not part of the podcast, but I'll, I'll say part of it. It's her bio that is on her uh, blog, Tie Your Camel. And uh, she says her name is E-Man, as in Superman, Batman, Iron Man, E-Man. She's just a Southerner in a different kind of superhero costume. Born and raised in America, she prides herself in being the odd man out. Her favorite things in the world are coffee, coffee mugs, t-shirts, candles, and Harry Potter. And I don't know how you could like n- not like somebody with a bio like that. That's right. Before we get into E-Man's story, just wanted to get a little bit of business out of the way by saying thank you to the sponsors that make all y'all possible. Um, first off, just want to say thanks to Holiday Lanes. They are our title sponsor for the entire season of 2015. So if you're hearing a podcast or you're attending a live event, it's really made possible by the generosity of Holiday Lanes, which is an outstanding bowling center in Bossier City. Awesome place to take your family or your friends for a good time. We have a new sponsor, Maccentric. They are our only locally owned Apple authorized service provider. If something's wrong with your Mac, they will fix it. And I think they are the perfect partner for our podcast because our entire podcast is produced on Macs. You're sitting in front of one. I'm sitting in front of one. There's just Macs all over this house. It's crawling with Macs. And I want to remind everybody also that tickets are now on sale for OMG, which is our next live event. It's coming up August 28th out at St. Terre in Benton, Louisiana. We're going to have a whole night of stories that are centered around faith, spirituality, the loss of it, close encounters with shocking realizations. The whole night just has the theme OMG. So far, we've got Buddy Flett playing some blues music. We've got other great details being announced soon in the Facebook event. And tickets are on sale, and you can buy them on our blog, allyallblog.com slash tickets. We hope to see y'all there. And this is Eman Bader's story. Okay, guys. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so I want to begin with doing something a little you know, close to my culture. Um, You might be familiar with it, but uh, I'd like to take a selfie. (laughs) So if everybody would pose with me. All right, thank you very much. (laughs) Okay, so as Sarah said, I'm sort of an oddball. Um, I've been that way since I was a little kid. Uh, I've always been the weirdo. My sisters are here, they can attest to that. Um, I've got some friends in the audience, they can also attest to that. Uh, Just growing up, I was always different than everyone else. Um, I'm first generation American, my parents are Lebanese and Palestinian, they came here and then I was born here. So, you know, they sort of were learning American culture as we were growing up, but they still had their Arab, like, mentality about, you know, girls and guys shouldn't, you know, be hanging out with each other, um, sort of, you know, stay your separate ways, hang out with your girlfriends, the guys will hang out with their guy friends, whatever. Well, I knew that. Uh, So I sort of tried to keep that, you know, mentality growing up. In the fourth grade, my friend Derek, he did not have his homework. He did not know what the homework was for the day. So 
He gave me a call, said, what's the homework? Well, my parents turned to me that day and said, why isn't he calling his guy friends for the homework? I'm like, I don't know. My name's Bader. It comes up first in the directory. You know, that's probably why they called me first. So I kind of figured, okay, I got to keep it separate. So growing up, you know, I would tell funny stories, but whenever I would say a guy, I would change it to a girl's name. I'd say uh, whenever Jesse did something cool, hey, you know, today at school, Jessica did this, this, this. They're like, oh, Jessica, she's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and in my phone, it, I had all the guys' names in there coded as girls' names. So I'm like, you know, trying to keep the peace with my parents. Well, you know, in my religion, we wear scarves, you know, cover up, be modest, whatever. Um, so I grew up wanting to show my Muslim identity. I wanted to wear the scarf. My parents, this is after 9-11, they were a little worried about how we were. They were like, just wait, wait till you get older, wait till you get older. I was like, okay, I'll wait. And then summer of middle school, or summer after eighth grade year, I was done middle school, going to high school. They're like, okay, you can start. So I was excited. I was ready to start, you know, showing my Muslim identity, you know, so people would, you know, you see someone else wearing a scarf in the supermarket, you're like, ah, that's one of me. That's one of my people. You know, it's kind of cool, that identity that you share. So I was really excited, but I was like slightly nervous. I was like, I don't know how people are going to react. I had a lot of friends in middle school. I don't know how they're going to react to me in high school wearing this. So the first day, I was really nervous going to school. So I was kind of, you know, like tiptoeing up to my friends. I'm like, hey guys, do you recognize me? Do you know who I am? And they're like, oh, you man, how are you? You look so great. I'm like, awesome, this is great. You know, this is gonna be a good thing. Well, walk into my geometry class. This one kid comes up and gives me a whisper. Where's the bomb? I'm like, oh God, is this what I'm gonna have to deal with all my life? You know, people making silly jokes like this. I was like, okay, there's douchebags in life, but there's a lot of really great people also. <laughs> so I'm just gonna let it roll off, move past it, whatever. Well, one day my English teacher gets up in front of class and is talking to all of us and she's like, y'all, in the Middle East, the women there, the only freedom they have is to show their ankles. I look down at my ankles which are covered. I can't show you my ankles. And I'm like, I raise my hand. I'm like, no teacher. <laughs> um, we can't show our ankles, first of all. Second of all, you know, you can't determine a woman's freedom by how much skin she shows. Like, there's so many people who are sold for their skin, who are sold for you know, sex and that kind of stuff, and they're no, by no means free. They're like prostitutes who are forced every night to go out there, and that doesn't make them free. So it just kind of helped me realize that it's the people you're around that make you free, and if you can find the right people, they're the ones who can help you express yourself. Because I've been in situations where the people I was around I definitely felt oppressed, but I wasn't in um, 
in an Arab country, it was in this town. And there are times where I felt so open and free to be exactly who I am, and it, it was a couple of miles away, you know? So, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I love Shreveport because you find like the greatest people here who are so open. I'd like to, you know, round of applause to everyone in Shreveport because they have all just like, I, I mean, I've had the, the double takes, the crazy stares at the supermarket, but I've had, I've been shown the greatest love by people in this town. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, so high school, I just sort of, let things happen. I went to Magnet High. Who here went to Magnet? Yeah. Go Mustangs. Um, like, I love Magnet because the weirder you were, the more accepted you were. You know, they, they just, they love all the weirdness and the crazy stories, so I loved it. Um, come senior year, I, uh, we got to the superlatives, you know, best smile, most likely to succeed, all that kind of stuff. Well, me and this other Muslim girl, we were the only two people who covered. Um, we were like, we should go and campaign for best hair. <laughs> so when, when, when we got to one of our senior meetings, they were like, you know, vote for who you want. We both stood up, we we're like, we want best hair. Gosh darn it, I want best hair. <laughs> I loved it. And see, that was one of the greatest things about Magnet. It was just so crazy. You know, like they loved, they loved difference and they love accepting everybody. And it's just amazing. Um, but yeah, so I would walk through the stores and you know, little kids will come by and like they'll stare for a really long time. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And <laughs> they'll usually go run to their mom and be like, mom, why is she dressed like that? I had this one kid who thought I was a ninja. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's me, I'm a ninja. And um, this one kid got really, really upset. And he runs to his mom. He said, Mom, you said I can only wear my Halloween costume on Halloween. Why is she wearing her costume? I'm like, OK. Um, but you know, I've gotten like really great reactions from kids, too. You know, I once had this one uh, kid. She was like, Mom, her scarf is so beautiful. I went home in tears that day. I was like, this kid is awesome. You know, she doesn't see me wearing a different outfit. She sees me in a beautiful scarf. And uh, this scarf is from Charming Charlie, by the way. <laughs> um, they have their candy-coated collection, and it's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> like, we have an entire closet, probably like over 100 scarves. And uh, it kind of scares me sometimes that I've got it. but. Hey, you need a different scarf for every occasion, you know? Well, thank you very much for giving me your time listening to my crazy stories. <laughs> Recently, we met up with Iman at Rhino Coffee, 
uh, to sip on some iced lemonades because it's 106 degrees the day that we met up with her and just kind of talk about her experience being an all y'all storyteller. Iman is a, a, a devout Muslim and she she covers her entire body. Um, so it's hot here in the summer. And also, you know, it, it, she stands out in a crowd here in Shreveport, Louisiana. And we just kind of wanted to get her take on, on what it was like to tell a story that night. Do you mind if I jump to the night of the uh, Live All Y'all event and yeah, how that went for you? You had you had your girls with you is what it looked uh-huh, like. Yeah, all my sisters. <laughs> how did they uh, I mean how did they feel about about you telling your story and, and what did they tell you after? Well this is a this is kind of a difficult question to answer because um, it has like it has to do more than just like me going up there and talking. because um, like I recently had the surgery to remove my brain tumor, um, which was much harder than I expected. Um, I wasn't prepared for it, and like so, I had gone through a couple months of, you know, not being very talkative, not being very active. Um, I still, you know, have my ups and downs. You know, some days are better than others. When I took that event. Um, they were a little worried. They were like, are you sure you can handle it? Are you sure, like, you'll have energy? Are you sure you can do it? And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous, you know? It was like, I want to do it, but I don't know if I can. And when I went up there and everything just went well, you know, the audience responded well to it, they were like, E-man's back. <laughs> they were like, we, we haven't seen her for a couple of months after the surgery. It was really hard. But now E-man's back. I was like, that's awesome, you know? So I got a really good response from them. Um, They've always, you know, supported. I mean, they're my sisters, so they're like, "Oh, you man, you're such a weirdo." But they've always supported the weirdo, you know. I, I, I got a good response from them, and when I went home to tell my parents, they were like, "Eman was awesome. She was great." I was like, "Thanks, guys. Y'all are the best." <laughs> so um, I'm really grateful that I had their support out there, and you know, like seeing them laugh at my jokes in the audience as well. Like I just thought it was. Really cool, like, I love my sister so much. <laughs> is there any, like, piece of advice that you could tell someone that was going to tell a story? Like, is there something that you would... Um, wow, I mean, it just comes so naturally to me that I don't think I could give much <laughs> advice. I'm just kidding. Um, I guess it would be to have a support system. Um, like, talk it out with people. Uh, talk it out with your friends, your family. Um, see what they, what they like to hear from you. Um, because they had the best advice for me. Like they're, they're like, tell that story about the one time with the kid. And I was like, okay. And then so it's just like random stuff. And I, they're like, these stories, just tell them from your memory. Don't, don't like try and write a story. Just tell it like it happened. And that's the best way. It comes out naturally the best that way. As we are recording this conversation, it is 106 degrees outside. Um, I respected your dedication to I'm your sweating. faith. Yeah. <laughs> Even, uh, I, I've always respected your dedication to your faith and your ability to literally wear it on your sleeve and let the whole world see. And, but right now, <laughs> when it's 106 degrees yeah. outside, the hijab is like super, I'm, I'm just in awe of your ability to do it. I'm just grateful it's not Ramadan anymore because last week at this time, or two weeks ago, um, it, it it was hard, like, because you're just losing water and you can't rehydrate till the sun's down. And um, there are countries much hotter than this, um, and their days are much longer. People always ask me, are you hot in there? Are you hot? 
I'm like, yeah, it's Louisiana. Of course I'm hot. <laughs> um, and then in the winter months, they're like, oh, you're so lucky. You're, you're all covered up. I'm like, yeah, lucky me. <laughs> so it's kind of like a balance. You know, I really enjoy iced drinks this time of year. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Rhino yes. Coffee's Ice Lemonade. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and don't forget that tickets are on sale for our next live event, OMG, and you can get them at allyallblog.com.